following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. Live, is it? Jeez, oh, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Jeez, oh, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Hey. Hello. How are you? I'm me. Oh, great. How are you? I good. Who are you? <laughs> me, me. <laughs> oh, Sarah Connor. <laughs> uh, oh, that was spot on. Yeah, hey. Do you uh, do voiceovers? No. <laughs> yes, I do, as a matter of fact, but I'm not in uh, the Internet Movie Database, which is kind of weird. That's bullshit. One of the games we're going to review today is... You won't believe which one. I'm Wiggly. On the phone is Kyle Von Kubik. We're doing this. Awesome. Kyle Von Kubik. That's three K's in there. Calls I didn't know the... we were doing this. I, didn't I know, know we everybody doesn't know. I know. Especially after last week. I'm a little shaken up. Last week was, uh, Odd. you know, it, yeah. it hurt my heart. But it, I've never I, seen things get so ugly uh, ever on We Talk Games. Uh, it's a new week. You know, yeah. it's a new week. Shake uh, it off, I know. Everything's good. I'm happy. We're going to review two different games to, <laughs> today, like last Can week. Can they be called games? Can they be called yeah, I guess um, they are games, yeah. yeah. All right. Mine's a game on many levels. Yes. Mine's a multi-leveled game. Mine's barely a game. <laughs> Oh, well, wait till you hear what I have to say about it, because I happen to know that game that you're going to talk about there. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Unless I played a different game. Hey, uh, welcome <laughs> to Pick It A Buck, where each week we get together and we talk about one arcade game, except mm. for the past two episodes we've talked about. Well, last episode we talked about a book <laughs> and uh, two different games. and then I don't know. If, I mean, it's, start, it's a book, but it started as like an uh, like an oral fairy tale or something. Right. It was all yeah. oral initially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the butt. Kids, remember, do like Stinky says. What do you Can't say? Make stink? babies in the butt. <laughs> no, wait, Stinky. <laughs> what do you what do you always say? Winners don't do drugs, the whole arcade game tie-in. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, hey uh, kids. Uh don't do drugs. Or anal. <laughs> okay. I think that's one of my favorite tweets that he does. Yeah. The delivery wasn't very good on that stink. You got to work on that. I, I'm Wiggly Kyle Von Kubik on the telephone. Uh, Keith LaRouche. LaRouche. What do you call him? Xanadu. He's in the booth. Yo. New week, new time to go. We pick it a buck. You put a buck in a hat. You go to an arcade in the 1970s. You come out here. The music goes round and round. And... Yahtzee! Today, we're going to do two different games. Uh, hopefully, you know how to play Pick It a Buck, because I went on 
several thousand tangents. Well, I can while do so you're much. hopped up, if I may, can yeah. I just remind everybody that we are in the final days of my Kickstarter. Oh, we are. So if you could go there, and if you're on the fence, Don't kick be on some money my way. We're so close to hitting our goal, and we can make it happen with your support, and you can get an awesome limited edition tea in the process. So please go there, check it out, support if you can, share if you care. We greatly we- appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for your donations. They weren't enough. <laughs> no, hey, they will be enough. Hey, I hope happen. they are. I, Jesus, because I, I, I want my shirt. And they're beautiful. Please it's going to happen. Go over the top. Please. How high can you go? <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. We always give clues on the last week's show, but last week, all's well that ends strange. But as <laughs> depressing as it was, was as great as it was, I think, and really in the spirit of We Talk Games. If you missed that, be sure to check it out. We talked about Turtle Games, Turtles in Time, <laughs> uh, the Manhattan Project, the and Game if, Boy one. We and, talked about the seaweed at length. <laughs> Who knew that there was going to be a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie then? Two. The same week. I know. It tie, ties in. And not only that, but Vanilla Ice, he's picking the buck. His name was on the weird Finnish dollar. I don't even know what dollar. I think that dollar's for Sweden. I'm not sure. It's a weird dollar. Mm. Anyway, oh, and Aesop was on the dollar. Yes. Aesop was on the dollar. That was really good. Little details like that. Speaking of little details, so my clue for my game this week is going to be the Eight of Bamboo Ball. Okay. What's uh, your clue? You have a clue for your game? I do have a clue. Okay. Um, and I'll form the cock. <laughs> My game is... We're never ever going to review a Mahjong game. On, <laughs> Until now. When we talk games, except... No, yeah, exactly. Mahjong Block Jungbo. Yeah, not to be confused with Mahjong Block for the NES. That was mm. a uh, Tetris Mahjong. This is a breakout Mahjong. So get your spinner knobs and get ready for some anime girls and sailor suit cutscenes, <laughs> or at least a static picture that stays on the screen for about two seconds of a fully clothed anime girl, not even doing suggestive poses, which just is sort even of looking more at creepy. You like, yeah, what are you doing? that's what are you more doing creepy. It's more creepy that she's just standing there, <laughs> like being happy, you know. Mahjong Block uh, Ball, also known as Ball, by SNK, our friends at SNK. We haven't talked about an SNK game since the last time that we talked about an (laughs) SNK. This is from 1987. You know, I cannot wait for this to come out on SNK Classics Volume 57. It's going to be a happy day for me to play this game on my PlayStation 4. (laughs) You know, I'm not one for rumors, but uh, I heard that King of Fighters 2015 might yeah. have a team comprised solely of Mahjong tiles. <laughs> I'm really hoping for the five of wins. Oh, yeah, that's a part of this game. <laughs> I don't know. Did you know that Mahjong Block Zhangbang has its own internet movie database page? You would if you listened to the top of the show. I mean, you didn't skip that, thinking that I was going to explain how you play pick a buck And I don't have one. I know. And I was in Wiggly Time Traveler. You're also a, a hand or a microphone holder, and uh, and oh, what movie was that? Hairspray. Hairspray too. Not the one where right. no hairspray, the original. Not the one where you're <laughs> singing and dancing around like a nut. Yeah, the you didn't get credit hairspray. for that either. You know? No, I'm uncredited. Uh, wow. Just because Sonny Bono and Deborah Harry are grabbing my hand, and mm. I'm pretending to be Slugworth from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> And just because I'm an incredibly annoying extra, um, 
Yeah, I didn't make it in the credits for some reason. But I did oh, get shame. to motorboat Divine's boobs. <laughs> they were hanging backstage. They were hanging backstage on a, on a hanger, you know, uh, yeah. and in wardrobe. And I was there making out with a girl. And um, I saw or was her. it a dude I dressed said, in the costume? No, it, was, it, was a, it was a lady. And I said, well, when am I going to get another chance like this? There was nobody else in, in wardrobe at the time. And so I motorboated Divine's boobs when they were hanging right on a hanger. And then, not only that, here's another thing. There were, there's a lot, a lot of stories about hairspray. They've only told several billion times. But the other big deal was that when I was making out with this girl, getting in a little heavy petting, here comes vitamin C. Remember vitamin C? She had that one hit. Yes, I do remember. Well, she was in the movie Hairspray as well, and uh, cute as a button. Uh, and we know how buttons are just adorable. Can't get enough of no, them. No, buttons, oh, cheers me right up. Anyway, <laughs> she, I saw her tits. She had her boobs out, and she said, I'm sure you've seen them before. That was it. Okay, so did you know that Mahjong Block Jongbong has its own internet movie database page? I do now. Most folks say yes. They'll say, I love Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> because Folks you hang out with well because they've played it on their sega master system okay. or other popular contemporary gaming systems <laughs> you know, on our phones but that's usually shanghai that they play and for some reason some people call shanghai mahjong because it uses mahjong tiles but that's where you're just grabbing pairs of of uh, blocks from the edges of a whole stack of mahjong tiles ow my sandals God! The itch. Actually, you might have played a Mahjong on your gaming system, but you would have had to import it with the high hopes of seeing nude anime girls, but you never want a hand because you have no idea what the fuck's going on. You think, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be you know, playing Shanghai. Here you have these Scrabble tiles in front of you with all these uh, kind of wacky uh, paint brush. This is a breakout Mahjong, and the game features a paddle, a ball, and, of course, all your favorite Mahjong suites. Mm. All the honor tiles are represented, the circles, the peacocks, they're all there. Oh, good. Um, Kyle, one of the really cool features of yeah. this game that differentiates it from other paddle games, in here, your paddle is actually a ten-pie stick. Okay. Whammo! <laughs> <laughs> this is a vertical paddle game. <laughs> Where the blocks that you're trying to break out are, in this case, drop our Mahjong tiles. Now, under your paddle is a pre-drawn hand of 13 upturned tiles, just like okay. in regular Mahjong. There's no need to draw tiles in this one uh, or change seats based on the east winds. Mm. Yeah, that, that killed in the Mahjong belt, both of those jokes. <laughs> The Tenpai stick and the East Wind chair Japan stage. and Hawaii collectively <laughs> cracking up right now. Yeah, yes. The blocks that you're aiming for are face down, mm-hmm. and they take a one ball hit to uncover its suit. Okay. Now, once the tile is revealed, it will fall towards the bottom of the screen on the next time you hit it with the paddle ball. Remember, this is a breakout game. It's not Mahjong. It's, well, it's Mahjong and Breakout. So you're playing Breakout. And then you're making Mahjong happen. When the tile falls, you can catch it with your paddle or platform, as we've learned that the paddle's called platform. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody calls it, evidently, except me. I've, and then I've you decide. I've called that before, but that's okay. Yeah. I've always called it a paddle. Who's saying yeah. this? Is this the so same people th- who are holding up on shmup? Probably. It's Bastards. Shmup. 
schmope. All right, all right, all right. We don't want to go Let's down this path. We're that. in happy times <laughs> with shitty games. When you catch it with your paddle, everything freezes. You decide whether or not you have a limited time to decide whether or not you want to put this into your hand and discard another tile or if you just want to discard this uh, tile that fell. And the object is, of course, to build the best possible hand without mm-hmm. missing a ball. Now, for help on building a winning hand of Mahjong, visit your local Jewish senior center. <laughs> you know, this reminds me a lot of that game that combined uh, Tetris and uh, Rummy Q. That game doesn't exist because it's a Rummy stupid Q. fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what this game sounds like. Well, th- just in case you do want to play this game, you want to try it, and you don't know Sasquatch about Mahjong, um, yeah, you're trying just... to build... Well, I'll, I'll help you. Okay. I'll help everybody out. You're trying to build pairs. Now, you know what a pair is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two of kind. You're trying to do three matching tiles, which is called a Pung. You're trying okay. to do four matching tiles, which is called a Kong. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the King Kong plays ping pong with his pair of dongs. Yeah. Or you try to do a chow, which is just a straight. And you usually try to keep your straights limited to three tiles. You don't want to go S- too crazy. Straight being like in poker where it's consecutive numbers or tiles, I guess? Of the same Like suit. a one, two, three, four? Exactly. Okay. Or, or a four, five, six. Right. Now, okay. they, you know, that's easy with like the bamboos and the dot tiles because yeah. they're dots, basically, or sticks of bamboo. So, you know, yeah, dots what number and dashes. They are. Right. With the honor cards or the Chinese tiles, you just to look at something that shows you how to count in, mm-hmm. you know, kanji. So, you might need a cheat sheet or something. Yeah, not really. Or a screen I mean, overlay. It's really <laughs> fucking easy to figure out. I mean, yeah. like, one is like, uh, you know, one paint brush stroke two is two paintbrush strokes so what benefit does having the paddle ball breakout element add to playing mahjong this way as opposed to just playing a mahjong game is it because of the randomness that you don't know which tile you're going to hit well i guess it's because they ran out of ideas as <laughs> <laughs> oh hit mahjong you know, there's game powers up like your, your like your standard uh, breakout ball games. There's a force field. Force field was interesting because it reminded me a lot of Yars Revenge in mm. that it's just like a pr- fairly thick electrical field, and it's directly above your paddle. And what it does is when the ball comes off, no matter what speed it is, it'll slow the ball down but make it come down in a straight line. It's like is there uh, a big ball or a sticky ball? Well, of or, course, there's or... a sticky ball. Oh, okay. And there's a magic tile that will turn all the tiles face up so you know what's Nice. There. Heavy wood on that. Exactly. Makes it a lot, <laughs> lot easier. Very popular power-up in this game. And then, there, of course, there's the get-the-fuck-out-of-my-way power-up that will go through your entire lines of blocks and just knock them down or turn them over or whatever. That's when shit gets crazy. <laughs> now, visually, are we dealing with any cool set pieces or themes no. or anything? Or No. You do try to get the winning hand and you beat the anime girl, but there's really nothing to see there. But all in all, it's not the best block-breaking game, but it's most likely the only Mahjong title that we'll ever see reviewed on here, except maybe for Nichibutsu's Mahjong, which yes. is called Club 90s. And it's which an evidently they are, they're making today. They're still making still? these games today. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're making uh, nudie Mahjong games today. Still. But the unique thing about this strip Mahjong against an anime school girl is that the Mahjong table itself that you're playing upon is flanked by two side boobies. <laughs> two static, pixelated side boobies the entire time. That's distracting! I remember a game called Fr- Frisky Tom that they put out. Ah, and there was uh, 
I, I believe, if I remember correctly, there's like a, a girl in a towel out of the shower or something, and the and the towels being pulled off. I might be mistaking that with the cheeky mouse uh, artwork. But the two are very similar. I just remember scantily clad girls on both of those machines. Sure. Cheeky sure. mouse was done by uh, Universal, but uh, same uh, era and, and same sort of thought process behind attracting people to the games. Right on, man. Well, you got four minutes. What's your game? <laughs> Speaking of Nichibutsu, <laughs> yeah. let's that talk about... That was a tie-in. That was a tie-in the, there. I, I know. Uh, let's talk about Mag Max. Mag Max. Not no, Mad Max. Not Mad no, Max. not Mighty Max. It's Mag Max. Yes. And what is Mag Max? It's a game that we sold for $4 at KB Toys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when it was on the Nintendo? Yeah, for the yeah. NES. I said, oh, this is a good game. Yeah, a robot. Yeah, and it looks 3D. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen when you, you play Mag Max, which you shouldn't. The start, you're going to be like, oh, whoa, I can get into this music. This music's pretty cool. Oh, wow, look at my ship. It's on some sort of like, I want to say Zaxxon, but it's not mm-hmm. Zaxxon. It's got like this 2.5D perspective where it kind of fakes a 3D. And you're going to say, oh, cool, look, I, I can get a robot head and, and a robot legs and a robot dick for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's some sort of camera he holds right by his crotch, but I like calling it his robot dick. Okay. And uh, he, he uses his radiation golden shower to kill uh, enemies. Oh, with. my. <laughs> but anyway, that'll be like the first couple seconds of you playing this game. And then maybe 10, 15 seconds into the game, you're going to say, okay, what else is happening? And that's the thing about Mag Max. Nothing else is happening. <laughs> It's a uh, a shooter with this 2.5D perspective, which is cool. And there's an above ground, which, you know, has this phony 3D. And then there's also an underground uh, element to the stage. It's a continuous sort of a flow game, which I think is cool. But there's just not enough here to hold my interest in the music, which I kind of like really was digging for the first couple seconds will get very irritating because there's only i believe two tracks there's the above ground and below ground themes and then the 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 sound effects kind of muddle up the music so it gets very irritating i actually put the game on mute because it was getting very frustrating because i was trying to figure out is there a level is there a stage and there's not it's one of these games that just keeps going mm-hmm. and occasionally mecha Gijra comes out it is like a tank with three dragon heads and you fight that and the first time you see it you're like all right cool and then you go through the same sort of set pieces again there's above the water below the water above ground below ground and some sort of like dirt lava <laughs> level i guess well, and game. then you start cycling through again the same yeah, environments. This is hard. So what I'm saying is like the game. The game was very um, bare bones. I mean, there's something there. It just, mm. I don't think it was fleshed out, or it was just, you know, it, it, the arcade business was to make money. Sure. So you turn something out. So this just doesn't have the care and affection that some of the other games we've talked about in previous episodes had. The big claim to fame with this game is you start out with a little ship and you build a robot man problem with building the robot man you're a larger target and uh <laughs> you last he, about five seconds yeah exactly like you'll build the full suit and then you get hit and then you lose the legs and then you lose your cock and you lose your face <laughs> so don't do that right you're going to be a smaller target and you're a little more nimble not exactly because it's a one hit kill like you're in your ship if you don't have the robot head or legs or the photon gun you're dead 
and then you start over again. And this isn't a game with save points or checkpoints. It's once you die, you go back to start. So you want to collect those pieces, but the problem with collecting those pieces is it makes the sprite very counterintuitive or not very friendly. In fact, he, 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 he I'm saying he because of the robot <laughs> cock, he doesn't right. fit well in the environment no. once he's fully made. It's got a lot of flaws. It's got a lot of strikes against it. And the thing is, repetitiveness is fine with a lot of arcade games. If you think about some of the biggest arcade games of all time, games like Dig Dug and Pac-Man, these are repetitive games. You did the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, you can't use that as a negative metric. But something like this, you need to change things up. You need to, like I asked about with the Mahjong game, what are the set pieces? You know, when we were talking about the Balloon Brother Poppings Harpoon games, one of the allures of those games, even though I don't like the genre, is to see the different enemies, to see the different backgrounds, to hear the music change. Mm-hmm. When that's not happening and the sprite you're controlling doesn't feel well when it's at its full form and you have all the power-ups and the enemies that you fight are cycling through again and again and again and they don't look like anything it's just random shit shooting at you it's not even like another spaceship it's these little like gyros bouncing up and down or orbs (laughs) throwing other orbs at you or you know it's geometry coming at you and again that works for some games a game like kicks that's cool you got geometry flying all over the screen it's just a lot of things don't work for this game but what's funny is it came out in uh 1985 yeah and it's got this pseudo 3d happening it was definitely like an attract screen type of game mm-hmm. it would be the type of game that isn't a huge marquee title but you might walk past it and see that attract screen happening with the ship flying around in the pseudo 3d world and you're like i'll put 50 cents in that and i think that's all this game was designed to do was just to grab you a couple quarters because it's incredibly difficult yeah. to grab a couple quarters and move on it wasn't meant to be some sort of uh legendary game it's just not a lot of care or craft was put into it i'm not recommending playing it but you can check it out online to see what uh, you know i'm talking about if you want to put yourself through it you can it's definitely a better version than the nes port which i also played which takes all the bad elements that i talked about uh <laughs> puts them on a nest cart and makes the game incredibly sluggish so that's it. That's Magmax by uh, Nichibutsu. Yeah. I would actually favorite this shooter because of its diversity, in my opinion. Now, I enjoy the fact that you have the stalactite drop. Your ship can shoot yes. down the stalactites. I love the above ground and underground and the shift in perspective there. Because mm-hmm. you start out underground. Your ship's underground. It, it comes up through this uh, hole in the ground. And as you mentioned, there's that that Z-axis that happens. Mm -hmm. And you're coming out of this like Voltron type of uh, launch area pad. Yeah. So I I liked some of the designs. Everything's pretty small. The ships are small. Like you said, some of them are just balls. Yeah. (laughs) Or or a triangle. Graphically, I'd compare it to uh, Darius. Really? Like yeah, like and not 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 as pretty, but no. Uh, to give people an idea the size of the sprites on the screen. Okay. Yeah, except it's a lo- it's a lot more uh, primitive, sort of yes. like uh, maybe one of the early Gradius or something. Gradius and you know, I still I get a Zaxxon note when I play this definitely, game, even definitely. though it's not that isometric view and it's a lot easier to control than Zaxxon. Oh yeah, you know but where the, you the, are. The size of the sprites are similar. 
Yeah, but I think that that z-axis, the the upper field, has a lot of depth. I mean, you go, you can go up a lot. There's a lot of room up and down in the in the upper area, and then of course you have the lower area. So there's actually a lot of screen real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been used a lot better. And I like the fact when you want to go down or go up, you could choose to do that by looking for the holes in the ground and then going through the hole in the ground, the little warp areas. The warp zone. I also noticed that the enemies are in random formations. Like when you do an R-type or you do uh, a Gradius or any type of good shooter, the enemy attack patterns are the same. Yes. But in this game, they'll just mix everything up. Even the ships that you might be fighting. Right. So when you do start over, you're not memorizing a pattern. So it's not pattern-based. The ships might go in the same patterns, but they're not thrown at you at the same times. Which I like when that's done where you can get a new experience each time you play with randomized things. But I would probably chalk that up for this particular game as just lazy programming. (laughs) It might be. You know, I really like the elements of this game, but it's just too damn cheap. And like you said, when you become a giant robot, the whole draw of it to become Vigigoogie's tactical gladiator, Vigigoogie's tactical gladiator, you're never that gladiator for more than a few seconds because you're just too huge. No, and false advertising on the Nest cart where it shows him with some goddamn lightsaber, (laughs) you'll never get that in this game. Yeah, yeah. Mag Max, uh, pick it up for your NES for four dollars in a time Don't. machine in the in the 19, <laughs> late eighties, and uh, Mahjong Gugu, Mahjong mm. Jangbu for your uh, arcade system and for your SNK Classic Volume Fifty Seven. Pick that up. Let's find out what John has to say about these two. Uh, let's find out what. Let's let's do it. <clears throat> John Tip. <laughs> Go Happen now. Maybe. Magic suck. Okay, I don't really know how to uh, how to do this. Uh, I was given two games. Actually, I do know how to do this. One of the games that has been discussed about this week is Mahjong, and I don't know how the fuck you play Mahjong, so I'm going to talk about Magmax. Um, and uh, Magmax basically. It's, you know, it's not exactly a common game. So if you're an arcade cabinet owner, chances are it being a rare game, you're not going to have the owner's manual, unlike myself. And I can inform you right now that uh, if you set switches 1 and 2 on, then you will have free play on your arcade cab. Same with uh, if you want to free play for player 2, have numbers 3 and 4 on, and now this is in the second bank of dip switches. Also, if, you, uh, if you're if you an arcade owner and you want to gouge children for money, basically make sure switch number 5 is on to make the game impossibly hard, because, you know, that's that, that was the business back then, brother. That's how you got your take. And uh, everybody go make sure you buy a t-shirt from Kyle uh, soon. And do that. And I ain't got. I got nothing. All right. See. See you later. Bye. I'm really happy with how things have uh, perked up a little bit. Even though we did review a, a shooter on here, we didn't get too many shmup comments from Stink, and it didn't break down into chaos. This is more like a, a an ABS game. Always be shooting. 
Magmax. You all, you're just hammering on the button the entire and, and, time. And you know, and that's the thing. You don't shoot very fast. That's another thing. You don't no. shoot very fast. And that's why I say you know, on the NES, yes, it's a shittier slowdown game with thousands of lines of flicker. But I can use my NES joystick with Turbo Shot and do uh, uh, you know a lot better at nothing. Mm. Yeah. A- any way you look at it, it's a big waste of time. <laughs> Use your max advantage on the uh, your max advantage controller while playing Mag Max. That's our pl- there you go for the uh, the Nest port. That should have been the pack in Mag Max advantage. It's all shit. There you go. <laughs> Boom. You force. Oh god. All right, everybody. Hey. Uh, uh, oh, we got to do our. I didn't. I'm not going to do a pick it about because we're running long. But we are going to give the clue for next week's game. Right. Absolutely. Okay, good, good. There, there will be a show next week. Okay, good, great. Everything seems patched up, so I think, I think it's we're good. good to go. I think we're good. My clue's going to be, sometimes an octopus cosplays in a squid hat. Oh, jeez. Was that your clue? No. My clue will be, baby roof. <laughs> it's the babe. <laughs> Speaking of TT... And now T.T. Schmookins will give her We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue for next week. Hello, I am T.T. Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, geeks. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us for another all-you-can-eat episode of We Talk Games Pick It A Buck. Tune in next week where we talk about that game that we gave the clues to. Bye. Bye. I'm going to get more and more and more again, man.